Just because I smile or laugh doesn't mean that it's not serious. It's That's just a when good I'm disclaimer. angry, yeah. yeah. When angry, frustrated, stress. That's my like that's what I just tend to do. Yeah. Laugh through the pain. This is MIA2K Podcast, and we are your ticket from Miami to Seoul. We are your pilots, Kathy and Laura, two fun-seeking girls with obsessive fandom tendencies, taking you on a ride through the Hallyu wave from our perspective as opinionated, grown Latina fans from Miami. Before we close the cabin doors, make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you like to watch, our in-flight podcast video is available on YouTube and Spotify. Once we reach our cruising altitude, we'll be serving one thing and one thing only, piping hot tea. We're ready to fly into today's topic with our hot and sunny takes. So fasten your seatbelts, sit back, relax, and prepare for takeoff. Hi, guys. Hello. Today, we're going to be covering a topic that's a little controversial. We're going to talk about idols who have left their groups. We will specifically focus on three idols, the reasons why they left, and our opinion about it. And we have one more bonus idol at the very end. Yes. Please remember that a lot of the stories and accusations have not been proven true. And please do take everything we say, and I mean everything, with a grain of salt. We did try our best to research the topics, but we are just two girlies without a team or money. Unless the stories and scandals have been proven true by a court of law, everything that we say in this episode is alleged, hearsay, gossip, or just chisme, you know? And just remember that our podcast aim is always to provide entertainment with a side of facts, and we focus mostly on our opinions for you guys' enjoyment. So without further ado, let's jump into today's figures. We will be covering B.I., formerly of Icon, Wono, formerly of Monster X, Sujin, formerly of Idol, and Rocky, formerly of Astro. Let's start with B.I. Let's. Okay, so with B.I., as we mentioned, he uh, was formerly of Icon, a member of Icon. He left the company and the group because of a drug scandal that he was involved in in 2016. So just to give a little bit of context, B.I. was the leader of boy group Icon. They debuted in 2015 under YG Entertainment. In 2016, just a year after their debut, Icon had their Japanese debut as well as their first Asian tour. So they were like going up, 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 up. Popping off. Yeah. B.I. was being touted as the next G-Dragon. Like, that's a big deal. If you know a little bit about K-pop, G-Dragon is a big fucking deal. Mm -hmm. Also, in 2016, B.I. was 19 years old. Noted. Noted. Please. Okay. So we're going to get a little bit into the timeline of events of what happened and how we got to where we got. So... It all started in 2019, three years after his alleged drug use. On June 11, Dispatch releases a report alleging B.I. using and purchasing drugs in 2016. 
the report states that drug dealer A was arrested in 2016 where her cell phone was confiscated and messages were uncovered where there's an interchange or an exchange between her and BI mm. about drugs. No actions were taken at, against BI at that moment, like in 2016. A initially said that she delivered 10 um, LSD pills to BI to his dorm. Later, within 2016, while she was still like going through this process, she recanted her testimony and said that that actually didn't happen. Dispatch alleged that between her first account saying that B.I. had gotten the drugs and her recanting her testimony, YG Entertainment contacted her and basically told her, you're lying and that's what you're going to tell the police. So this all comes out. YG says this is all false. We actually test our idols every two months and B.I. has not had a positive drug test, right? Exactly the next day, literally the next day, June 12, B.I. leaves Icon and admits to trying to buy drugs, but says he actually never went through with it. YG terminates his contract and removes him from their website. Like he went from being the next G-Dragon to not even existing That's within crazy. the span of 24 hours. That's crazy. And especially being the leader of the group, because yeah. losing a member is hard, uh, you know, in any given capacity. But I don't think, especially for us in the West, you know, we see the Backstreet Boys, we saw mm -hmm. NSYNC and stuff. There might be a member that's more popular, more prominent or whatever, but there was never an established leader or, mm -hmm. you know, in one direction either. And we know from all the things that we have investigated, covered, talked about, seen that the leader actually has a really important role. And they are supposed to mediate between the members on the company and mm -hmm. make sure that things are enforced and done and whatever. So for Icon to just lose their leader after a day of just Literally. like allegations is pretty fucking crazy. Like poor guys. Yeah. So then exactly the next day, this is this all ha this was a whirlwind of events like it happened one thing after the other wow. so on june 13 a is revealed to be han sohi which was top's alleged ex-girlfriend dispatch releases an article breaking down exactly what happened after she was arrested in 2016 basically to summarize yg forcibly requested sohi to recant her story offered her money and basically told her look you can say he did whatever, but in the end, we have a way for our artists to test negative. And who are they going to believe, you or us, basically? Mm. At this point, not only is B.I. thrown into the mix and top by association with his ex-girlfriend, but also Sung-Hoon from Winner is like thrown in there. In the dispatch report, basically Sung-Hoon is used as like a, a lure. Oh to get uh Sohi to basically go to the YG entertainment building and meet up with them. Obviously, during all of this craziness and as soon as her name was thrown out there, reporters reached out to her and she indirectly said, 
that the reason she took back her statement is exactly what everyone is thinking. She didn't really say that it was because YG asked her to, but she kind of like was like, why are you asking something so obvious? On June 14th, exactly three days after all of this came to light, YG the man resigns from all of his positions at YG Entertainment. Hmm. Keep in mind, 2019 was not just B.I. scandal drug year, but it was also Burning Sun. So at this point, YG isn't just being thrown into B.I.'s drug scandal. He has also had to deal with the Burning Sun scandal, which is like disgusting, right? So come September 2019, B.I. admits to some of the drug charges, basically smoking weed. And police reopen um, the investigation. For anyone who is trying to do math, for South Korea, the statute of limitations for drug-related things is seven years. Mm. So this was just three years after his drug use. So it was still within Got the it. time that he could be convicted for whatever. Right. So he admits to that. In February of 2020, YG, the man... <laughs> is prosecuted as new evidence of bribery and threats comes up. BI tests negative for drugs, but the prosecution continues forward just based on the fact that he admitted to some of the charges back mm -hmm. in like September of the year before. Fast forward to June 2021, YG is charged with trying to cover up his artist's use of drugs. In August of 2021, the trial for BI starts and the prosecution requests three years in prison Jesus plus Christ. fines Jesus for BI drug use. In the end, BI is sentenced to four years probation, 80 hours of community service, and 40 hours of medical treatment, basically like a dare, like mm. a drugs are bad kind of program or whatever. And he had to pay about $1,200 in fines. So that's kind of like the whole timeline of B.I.'s drug scandals. One thing that I wanted to mention was in June 2022, about three years since this all started going on, three of Icon's members publicly talked about it. Um, it was Bobby, Junhae, and Donghyuk. They go on this TV show and they kind of they try to kind of talk about the issue a little bit more openly than in other shows or in other things, like how usually they don't even talk about it ever. Right. So this show kind of tries to skirt over some things and a little bit more controversial, just like deep topics, I guess. Because there's like a psychologist that's also involved mm -hmm. and like tries to get advice or whatever right. on TV. <laughs> and aside from that, in 2023, in September of 2023, Bobby directly responds to fans' comments on BI through his Instagram captions, not captions, comments. Mm. There's like a whole summary for anybody that's interested that we can link. Basically, what bothers me about BI situation is that they destroyed the work that he put in for four years as Icon's leader, as Icon's music maker, and destroyed it over something he did when he was 19. Not only did they 
terminated his contract over alleged drug use. But they also, a lot of uh, Korean websites completely removed him from any icon like discography. So under his artist profile, the only thing that showed up was the stuff he did before icon or anything solo, which is a song or two because his main focus was icon. Yeah. So they literally robbed him of all the hard work. And the reason why he found himself in such a dark hole that he chose to seek refuge in drugs. You get what I mean? Like, right. Like he didn't even do something that harmed anyone else. And for the punishment or the reaction or anything, it's just clearly disproportionate the way that YG takes action because yeah, okay, they did try to protect him in the wrong way, by the way. Right. But also, where was that energy when Park Palm got accused of right. smuggling drugs into the country when she was just bringing Adderall pills? And then all the protection that got thrown the way of the Burning Sun scandal, particularly Sung Lee, like, make it make sense. Yeah. G-Dragon himself in 2011 tested positive for weed and nothing really happened all that happened was he took a short hiatus and is still considered a great artist because personally I don't think that should matter like I know in the west we have very different idea of drugs and the relationship to artists yeah we we actually have glorified drug use yeah for for artist here and for weed specifically a lot of states in the united states don't even consider that an illegal substance anymore right so the fact that someone can potentially lose the whole career for trying weed they don't even say how many times right it appears from all the research that i did that it was just once at least that he uh admitted, admitted to mm. for once three years before is insane to me like Wild. insane to me meanwhile over here in like 2007 or in the early 2000s we were listening to lil wayne light up a joint as like his producer tag in music like it's it's like you're saying it's so glorified it's so normalized it's so at this point pedestrian to talk about drug use when it comes to artists and Mm -hmm. yeah this punishment is like gnarly and especially this whole conversation right now with g dragon's recent brush with the police over the accusations of him doing drugs and all of that it's just it's a lot like it doesn't seem like there's been any growth especially because it turned out that the police decided to accuse him and investigate him over one person saying something that right. wasn't confirmed or anything. And it clearly seems like this is how old, like uh, controversy that was stirred up to cover up the government's endless, I don't want to call them ineptitudes because allegedly, but you know, their lack of proficiency, I guess we'll say. BI was the first YG idol to have their contract terminated for drugs whether it was alleged or like true like when we did our episode on YG a couple of months ago for our season three the aftermath of how they treated Sung Lee with what he did 
which was absolutely disgusting and he's not even a human being compared to what bi like it just it makes no sense and it makes me so fucking angry no like sungli deserves a different like plot of hell to himself recently and i know you haven't watched this on purpose because yeah you're staying away from this but i just want to mention one specific thing Laura's a big fan of a podcast called Rotten Mango, where mm-hmm. this girl covers crimes, mostly in Asia, a lot of them in Korea. And it's it's just very evident in the way that she covers these cases, just how twisted culture is in the way that decisions are made and stuff. And so she just did an update to Sung Lee's case because he is causing shit right now. Like he is adding brand new pages to his portfolio of fuckery which is insane to me just you know this man serving 18 months is nothing like i will never get over his lack of accepting repent nothing like nothing nothing this man and and it's not like you know other idols that say like oh you know reflection and i've thought about it or whatever and i'm gonna do better like this man does not give a fuck he is evil he is terrible. This is not alleged. This is a fucking fact. I'm gonna like literally, I will die on this hill. And anyway, <laughs> right now, apparently, the shit that he's causing and the shit that he's doing seemingly could be allegedly, potentially, because if he were to come back, right, he wants these newer scandals that are not that bad to cover the traces of Burning Sun. Okay. This is what is being said right now about Sung Lee. So just pardon me when I say fuck everything and everyone, because wow, that's what, that's another thing that pisses me the fuck off. The fact that B.I. is being vilified and he has to still to this fucking day say he's sorry for something he did ages ago when he was a child, because when you're. 19 you're a fucking child i don't care yeah and again something that didn't hurt anyone else like just himself and 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 the way he was vilified and like made to be this demon for something he did while other artists who have done the same thing people aren't bringing anything back like i i understand that something bigger came out of his drug allegations which is you know yg being accused and later proven guilty of bribery and and like whatever but that has nothing to do with him i understand yg did it to protect him but no they did it to protect the company Agreed. not bi i the company because yeah. when the scandal broke out about bi yg stocks went significantly down of course they did the fact that bi felt guilty so guilty that instead of just keeping his mouth shut he went and said yeah i did bad i'm sorry about it proves that this had been eating at his heart for many years in my opinion agreed so it also shows that to me i don't think he went up to yg and was like hey can you like Get these people off my back. (laughs) Like, this is something YG Entertainment did 
for themselves and not for BI. So yeah. if people are trying to say, well, it's it was it was just more than like a drug scandal. Fuck you. No, it wasn't. So the reason why we wanted to cover this particular topic is because recently BI and Icon are part of the same music festival um, in Bangkok. And <laughs> there's this video going around when all the artists are on the stage. And at this point, some of them have already walked out. And so B.I. is already on the stage and he's looking back as Icon is coming into to join the rest of the artist. And literally my heart, our hearts break every time we see this video. Laura has sent me like five of the renditions of the video from different angles. Like she wants me to catch it in 4K and I just don't, I, I don't want to see alone. this. I can't see this. Like guys, I don't like the pain in his eyes like the suffering the longing the expression of like a sorry pup kind of thing and then the members just kind of walk and kind of a couple of them throw like a look over his way and then kind of look away and it's just so painful to watch and 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 it's 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 painful because literally k-pop idols can't do anything without being harassed without mm. being scrutinized scrutinized when the three icon members did that show in 2022 and openly talked about it they were criticized for openly talking about it yeah and literally all they said was they were talking about their own feelings during the time they didn't really say anything that was controversial they right. literally just talked about their own perspective and how that was a really hard time for them yeah. as people and as a group so even when they're trying to be open and be people and share a little bit more about yeah. themselves with their fans people still criticize them so I think they had no choice but to not look at him because if they did, God knows what would have happened. Listen, apparently watching an anime now makes you a predator. So I don't know. I don't know what would happen if they actually looked at someone who did drugs. They would become immediate drug dealers, I guess. When Bobby made his comments on Instagram, we went like crazy because <laughs> it's a big deal. Like oh, it is. They, they did go on this show the year before and talked about it. Bobby did. But the things he said in the comments were like no bar like he no just, filter kind of thing yeah. yeah like he just said what he wanted to say yeah and to me it seemed like he felt betrayed not because of what bi did like doing drugs but more of the fact that he left and it seems like he left without telling them yeah. that he was going to leave right so they kind of found out it seems with the rest of the public so i think that feeling of betrayal of like hey maybe we could have done something together right we could have come to the decision together was what made them feel like they were betrayed Makes like sense. It, it like when i reread it for for this episode that's what i got from his words yeah they just felt abandoned and it seems like bi's role as a leader was very 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 big aside from 
being their music in the sense that kind of like Woozy is for 17, he also took the role of leader like very seriously. For sure. So the 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 members were not just feeling abandoned by somebody they might have looked up to, but also they were wondering what was going to happen to them yeah. if BI leaving would mean the end of Icon and their careers maybe because K-pop is weird. Yeah. And anything can end your career. So in conclusion, fuck everyone. Stand BI. That's that. Yeah. <laughs> Buy his light stick and let it vibrate all over you. I'm literally <laughs> laughing, but I have not been so pissed off in my life. <laughs> or I have, but like not recently about something that didn't even happen to me. Yeah, the injustice of it all. Speaking of injustices, from one injustice to what we think Definitely. is another injustice. So the next idol that we wanted to cover is Wono from Monster X. We have a little bit more, not a little bit, we have a lot of a relationship with Monster X in the sense that we both consider ourselves mom baby. Yeah. Obviously not from like 2015 because right, we around. just got into K-pop in 2020. Correct. But we do a lot of, you know, background and we watch a lot of content and we feel very strongly about Monster X as a group. We do. So well, why did he leave the company and the group? It's a mixture. It's a mixture of drug scandals, a debt scandal, and what I'm calling his teenage dirtbag days. So to give a little context, <laughs> I keep replaying the TikTok because I'm just a teenager, <laughs> like just, but not the song, just the TikTok sound, like the version <laughs> with like the pictures and the side by side. That's what I'm playing. <laughs> Sorry. So for context again, it's 2019. The K-pop world is burning. In 2019, just to recap real quick, there's a Burning Sun scandal, BI drug allegations, and now it was Monster X time, specifically Mono's time. So in October 29, 2019, rumors started swirling that Wono owed an old roommate, Jung Down, money. Wono and Down worked in a show called Ulsang Shide prior to Wono's debut with Monster X. Han So He, remember her? Remember her? Added fuel to the fire by commenting on Down's post. Okay, so wait, let's back up a little bit. <laughs> so the rumor starts swirling that Wono owes um, his old roommate money because she posted on her Instagram a picture of Wono in a TV show saying, when are you going to pay me my bank money? So Sohi, who is her alleged girlfriend, added fire to it by commenting on her post saying, give down her 30 million won back, mm. which is about 30,000 ish dollars. I think that the, the exact amount that they've been saying is 27,000. Yes. So the next day, October 30, Starship comes out and they're like, this is all false. Not true. The exact next day, Starship announces that Wono is leaving Monster X, even though the day before they had said that all of this was false. Mm. Wono pens a letter to fans apologizing for not measuring up to their expectations of him and mm -hmm. apologizing for the stupid decisions he might have made when he was younger. On 
November 1st, Dispatch released a report about Wono's alleged drug use in 2013 with Don and a man named Joe. That's not his real name. Mm. Joe was a manager at the club Burning Sun and a friend of Don. Joe, at this point in 2019, is being detained for drug use. Because Joe's and Down's witness accounts were pretty similar, the police thought that they were credible enough, and so they detained Wono at the airport when he was arriving from Germany after a Monster X show. This was in September. At that moment, police didn't really say what was going on. They just said they were looking into some things. Mm. Aside from... Dispatch's report on Wono's alleged drug use, they also came up with his criminal past. In 2008, Wono was charged with special larceny and he got probation. Context again, in 2008, Wono was 15 years old. So in March 2020, Wono is cleared of all drug charges and Starship releases a statement about it. Please keep in mind that in March 2020, Wono is not a Starship artist, but yet they release a statement saying, yeah, he was cleared of all the charges. Sus, in my opinion. In September 2020, Wono makes his solo debut with Highlight Entertainment, who is Highlight Entertainment, a subsidiary of Starship Entertainment. That explains everything to me, to be honest with you. Yes, it does, but also it pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> because why? A day after all of this is going on, or this, his debt, his drug use, or alleged drug use, whatever comes up, they decide to completely cut him off from Monster X and terminate his contract. Well, because remember the rumors, and again, so. We have read into this, like looked into this stuff. A lot of these things happen on like Stan Twitter and it's really mm -hmm. hard to kind of get a hold of those like posts and stuff, but it wasn't Starship that canned him. It was, he didn't want to hurt the group. So he would not accept staying. But that's allegedly. what Starship said. So like the first, when I was doing the research, the first statement was from Starship saying that, Wono had come to them and said, hey, I don't want to hurt the group. I okay. want out. Right. And then we get the letter from Wono to his fans saying, I'm sorry, and I'm leaving Monster X on my own volition. But mm -hmm. to me, it's just sus. Like, I think they did it only because of all of the issues that were going on in the K-pop world at that time. Instead of trying to actually protect him. or I mean, by this point, Shonu had actually also had a scandal with the married woman. No, it so, all came out of because of this. So but they knew it. It had happened already. Right. But it, was, it, it, it wasn't like it, Shonu's thing happened and then Wono's thing. No, like Sohi was involved in all of this. And she, while trying to like shit on Wono brought up that it wasn't just him but Shonu had also had this like alleged affair what I'm trying to say with is like, they knew uh, probably because of like Wono knew how much shit so he knew and how much she was willing to talk 
So okay, that makes sense. He's like, I I don't want to risk her saying more shit. Like okay, I'll just okay. I'll just buy. Like I don't want to hurt the guys. Like no, we worked okay, too okay. hard. That kind of thing. That's that's what I'm saying. It, it does make sense to me that okay that he left and that starship. Because again, why would they keep him under Highline? Like right. it doesn't it doesn't make any sense if they truly were like we're done with you. Bye. Like because that's what happens with literally everyone else. Like you never that's true. The agency does not take care of them or a subsidiary ever. Like that's that's a really good point that I hadn't thought about, mainly because I don't like Starship. <laughs> <laughs> we don't defend them often in this channel, and I'm not defending. But you're them right. Still. No, but that that makes a lot of sense. And just for those of you that don't know, during this whole process, netizens will be netizens, Han So He will be Han So He. <laughs> and so Shonu's past relationship was brought to light. She released messages from an ex girlfriend's husband saying that Shonu was having an affair with his wife. Starship came out and said Shonu didn't know this woman had gotten married. Um, she didn't tell him she had gotten married so she he had no idea that she was married but as soon as he found out he like broke it off pretty much which to me makes sense because of shonu but <laughs> also That's by true. the way in case anyone is listening and doesn't know this hanso he is not the actress hanso he oh, like yeah. oh, yeah. it's important to know because maybe somebody might get scared thinking that their favorite actress is the worst and trying to expose every idol no no, Their no, names no. are spelled slightly differently. The yeah, Sohi yeah. is S E O, and Sohi is S O He. So yeah. no, no, nothing to worry about with mm -hmm. the Han Sohi. And the reason why Wono's situation pisses me off is because apart from bringing up his past as a fifteen-year-old. Netizens will be netizens, and they rehashed or re brought to light some of his past doings as a teenager too so they debuted in 2015 and in that same year netizens who dig up everything brought up uh Wono's past as a smoking drinking clubbing teenager I mean he was loved after 2015 so I'm guessing either people didn't care people moved on they said teenagers will be teenagers and as long as they rehabilitate themselves or become better people, why should we measure them for what they did when they were 17 or 16? But for some reason, they decided to bring it back in 2019 because why not, right? They're already being ran through the mud. Why the not pylons just... are so unjustified, unnecessary on everything it's just nasty the way it that is. they try to come for people and destroy their lives and even though we weren't around again as Monbebe at the time we have done a lot of reading and it does seem like there's a lot of Monbebe's that feel very strongly that Monster X was basically targeted to be taken down like you know they they definitely had potential to keep rising mm -hmm. and all these scandals kind of happening back to back to literally destroy their reputation was very targeted yeah. to make sure that they would never be able to recover. And it's unfortunate. I think it's it was effective because I mm -hmm. I 
just seeing the level of success that other groups have that debuted around the same time or way after them, it's just very obvious to me that the smear campaign unfortunately worked. And they do have a very strong fan base in Mombebe, but a lot of fans did leave. And it just doesn't seem like their plane takes off with the level of like effort that they have mm-hmm. put into it. So yeah. that's very heartbreaking to me personally. I just, it's the same case as with BI. I just, if people change for the better, why vilify them for something they did when they were young, when they were children? Like a lot of, I'm not saying his larceny conviction wasn't a big deal. I, I don't know exactly what 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 he did. I, I tried looking it up, but they don't specifically say what he did, just that he got probation and his friend, the leader of the group, actually got sent to what would be the equivalent of juvie. But again, he was 15 years old and he didn't do it again. Yeah. So it just feels like it's irrelevant yeah, to me. Yeah. In March of 2020, Wono sat down with Dispatch, the same media outlet who threw him under the bus, do an exclusive interview and talk about literally everything. Hmm. And in this interview, basically he said, I didn't do drugs. And once the police say, corroborate this, I want to release the story that I'm about to tell you. Pretty much to summarize it, he didn't live in the best conditions as a child and as a teenager. He was bullied when he was little. His family situation was really hard and he was poor. And so when he was a teenager, he made friends with someone that was a little bit older than him. And once he made friends with this person, he says that he realized the bullying had stopped. So he basically used this friend and this group of people as refuge. And it just so happened that they were not good kids. So by association, he also got involved in a lot of things that he shouldn't be doing. Which so, like, just like for a pause, who can't relate to this? Right. Like it's, it's most, it's, it's. He he really does break down and cry whenever he talks about his childhood, his mom, like raising him. There's a lot of pain in his life. And who could judge a kid for like not wanting to be bullied and for having found a circle that he trusts and then just right. falling into bad habits or activities or acts peer or whatever, pressure. just because exactly just because of peer pressure. So it's just... In the same interview, he says, I'm not trying to blame them, them being his friends. It was my choice. I know, like he he says, I know my story is making it sound like an excuse, but it's not. I just wasn't like mature. Right. But it's my fault. It's my mistake. And I'm sorry for that. Which like, bro. How much more accountability could you possibly want? So then he met this down person. And that was kind of like a spark of hope in a sense, because by this time, he was already kind of like diving into the possibility of making a career in entertainment. And based on everything that I've seen, that was kind of his way out 
Mm -hmm. into a better life. He became a trainee and then became part of Monster X and was able to better his situation through that. Mm -hmm. So to me, looking at his past, it really doesn't seem like you would do anything Oh, and this really goes back to what you were saying that you 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 do think it was him that said, hey, I want to leave before I hurt anybody else. Because to me, it would it would seem like he put so much effort that he wouldn't do anything to hurt his path into yeah. being able to live a better life. Yeah. So, And he knows the, the way that society holds idols to such an unattainable standard that he just he knew people were not going to forgive him. Like a lot of people would never forgive him. So he didn't want that to tarnish the group. So I, I do think that, that that's what happened. Again, Star Starship would not have put him in Highline yeah. if they really wanted to do away with him. Because yeah. I, I thought at some point I was like trying to think of why. Because you know how trainees owe the company yeah. monies and they pay back for years. I'm like, maybe they're just trying to get his money back. But and again, him rehearsing in the Starship room with like the, <laughs> the logo covered girl, girl, like he's really around with all the members. He's still friends with everyone. He's still personal training all of them. There's no way that the company would allow all of this if they truly were like, bye, you heard yeah. us. Like, no, if he was like, but that's also fucking annoying because just because yg didn't do the same for bi does not mean that he's a bad person right. just to like reiterate that but <laughs> right well no because it it just shows with yg again every decision was made to secure the bag and to right. protect the bag right. it wasn't done to protect the for bi right this in this instance starship was not like trying to get rid of him Right. Like they they were just like, okay, fine, you know, leave the group, but like don't we'll we'll help you or what I don't know. Right. I don't know what happened. I'm not I wasn't there behind closed doors, but right. So to us, just to kind of conclude uh Wono's part in our episode, to us it's crazy that the members of Monster X cannot explicitly show, say anything about Wono and his history with them as a member and as friends which they still are without being criticized yeah like we really have to sit here and pretend like when I, when they went to that wedding everybody was there yeah. it's like yeah. it's like okay in what delusional planet do these people that actually hold them to this live where yeah. they believe that they were at the same wedding and they work in the same building and they rehearse in the same rehearsal room and they don't talk to each other. Like, in what fucking world? I will never understand people that think this way. It makes me think that they have this horrible black hole instead of a heart that doesn't let them think or feel human emotions because... Girl. You're it gonna just be, doesn't make sense to me. You're going to be extra pissed with the next story then because... Oh, geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> mm. This segue is carrying us into Sujin from Idol. So we've been talking about idols who have gone through scandals. The past two stories have dealt with criminal cases. In this instance, I think there's a little bit of additional aggravation just because... 
there was no crime here. There was no conviction. There was nothing that really involved a serious accusation with like a definitive yes, guilty. And mm -hmm. this person still was taken out of the group. So Sujin from Idol, she actually was part of 14 idols that were accused in February of 2021. Well, idols and actors. It was 11 idols and three actors. And the idols included Hyunjin from Stray Kids, Kihyun from Monster X, Mingyu from Seventeen, Sonu from The Boys, Chu from Luna, Aisha from Everglow, Song from Icon, Soyeon from Idol. She also got accused during that scandal. <laughs> Hyuna, and then oh again, God. three actors. Everybody was come for. <laughs> in this in this bullying thing like that at this point time at this point laura and i were in the k-pop world so we very yeah. vividly remember and we covered this a little bit in our cube scandal episode because we wanted to talk about just how much cube sucks i will never stop saying that it's not alleged it's my truth and so this is just a little bit more of an in-depth dive into sujin's case so in 2021 again these 14 idols are accused or 14 idols and actors are accused. And basically the alleged victim's older sister identified as a claimed that her younger sister fell victim to Sujin's bullying. She, she claimed that Sujin okay. would call her sibling and her sibling's friend to the bathroom and make them slap each other and would send group texts that her sibling is a loner or an outcast they were claims that Sujin stole other students' school uniforms, that she went around with older guys in motorcycles while drinking and smoking. And then the older sister also claimed that Sujin bullied, quote unquote, Miss So, which everyone immediately speculated that it was about actress So Shine. So, so wait a second. This was bullying that happened when she was like in high school middle in school. like middle school again she the sister claimed that she bullied actress Soshine basically and she said that every day on the way to school you scream behind her you'd say things like hey you little bitch and you bangdong which was a nickname that was attributed to Soshine because she was a child actress and the kids that were like mean between sixth grade and eighth grade um, basically we're just calling her like a failure as a child actress and whatever. And you know, person A is claiming that Sujin was very active in this campaign. Okay. So on February 21st, Soshine, when people already like kind of thought that it might've been about her because the nickname was very attributed to her. And she spoke about being bullied in an interview during her middle school days. So everybody already knew that it was about her, but okay. then she posted a story where she which was really funny because she posted it in English and it's not correct English and then like all of Sujin's fans came for her and they're like you're a Korean and your only language is Korean so why are you speaking in English but her story just said none of your excuse that's all it said none of your excuse that was it was very cryptic it wasn't correct it's just meaning at this point Sujin had already kind of started addressing things okay, so okay. she's like whatever you know whatever you say like Excuses. you're full of shit yeah exactly okay okay got you so the same day cube entertainment 
denied the claims. Again, this is Sujan's label, uh, the label of idol. Mm -hmm. So they said that they were going to be monitoring the false rumors, taking appropriate legal action. Then Sujan made like her personal statement, admitting to having had negative rumors follow her around in school, but she denied all allegations of bullying. So at this point, there's going to be a lot of hearsay because everything that is alleged about Sujan, she actually countered in like a lengthy, lengthy, lengthy ass statement that she posted to YouCube, I think is called the the platform that they used for communicating with fans. So all of the things that, and I don't want to go into too much detail because there's entirely too much information. Like it's really too much, but I'll talk and try to cover a little bit of the surface level. So the first victim that came forward accusing Sujan, Sujan offered allegedly to meet with her. But this girl allegedly did not want to meet with her. So Sujan sent a representative of her instead to meet on the 25th with this girl. The girl later or her sister claimed that Sujan didn't want to meet with them. And it's like Sujan said, bitch, you said in the DMs that you don't want to see me and you were uncomfortable around me. So I sent a representative to talk things through. Allegedly, all the, the victim wanted was a sincere apology from Sujan. Allegedly. But clearly not because this was like a very intense smear campaign. On the 26th, a different netizen came forward who was allegedly a close classmate of Sujan and actually like debunked most of the accusations that were made about her, saying that she wasn't even in the same like class or floor as Soshine, so she couldn't have been like talking to her. And that if anything, like she even received some bullying, like Sujan herself was bullied. So this person came forward to defend her, but it didn't really go anywhere. And then on March 19th, Sujan posted a lengthy, again, the one that I mentioned earlier, lengthy, like I cannot convey enough. And I'm, I'm someone who writes a lot and very yeah. lengthy. So for me to be calling this lengthy, you can only it was, imagine. It was lengthy. It was point by point. She addressed every single claim that was made about her. So in the episode about Cube, we talked about how she fucked up someone's fur jacket. But when reading into this a little bit more in depth and reading her uh, letter, it was a padded jacket that she allegedly like scribbled on. But the person that she scribbled the jacket on or whatever sold it 10 years later while Sujan was an idol and then allegedly had no pictures of it. And also she was again, she goes into a lot of detail about all of this. She's like, how the fuck are you going to sell a jacket that you're calling defective because I ruined it for you, but you sold it 10 years later and you don't have pictures of it. But you had to have had pictures of it to sell it. And especially when it's something that's defective, you would have had to take pictures of like up close of the defectiveness to even post it on a site to sell it. Make it make sense, right? So wait, they sold the jacket because Sujin had like signed Assuming. it? No, not signed or, it. Or, she or fucked sold it up it. in middle school. And I guess when Sujin became famous and blew up, they sold the right. jacket to be like Sujin like fucked up this jacket or whatever. Like, that's what they were claiming, right? So, but again, Susan is literally <laughs> outlining this. And she's like, let me tell you why the math is not mathing on these people's <laughs> accusations. And she was like, she said it in the very Korean way of, it should be difficult to believe that, that I, like, I really fucked up this person's jacket because let me tell you what really happened. So she went point by point. I think she did like 10 or 12 points of like all the claims. And I'm going to read you just two of them that are, or like, I'm going to read you the point about Soshine and I'm going to read you her conclusion uh, so that you can like know everything that she said for like with I, the most important stuff. I have never heard of an idol going point by point. 
this with sub bullets under the points of like the 10 points plus a conclusion like this girl went in Sujan said not me not today you chose the wrong one she said fully so regarding the Soshine situation she said just as my first statement mentioned, I have never conversed with actress Soshine during my school days. Before this whole thing, I didn't even know which class she was in. I never put cigarettes on her desk or stole her graduation letters. Again, this is like the netizen that had come forward defending her before also covered like more of this. I'm not going to get into all the accusations because she kind of mentions them point by point here. In fact, this is the first time I heard about such rumors. That goes to show how little I knew about the schoolmate Soshine. I have never bullied her or cursed her out. Every time I release a statement, so actress Soshine also posted something, making a lot of people believe that I have bullied her. My agency tried co- contacting hers, but there has been no response. I have nothing to hide. So I hereby request actress Soshine to make herself clear with an official statement on this issue. Because at this point, Soshine has just been throwing shade, but like, it's not clear what what the tea is. So Sujin's like, what? What did come, I do? Yeah, like, say come it. at me. Right. And then uh, the closing of Sujin's 10 point bulleted addressing of the claims close with at the time I shared my first statement, I was already branded a bully due to a particular actress's post. As I rushed to release a statement, it came without careful construction and it eventually caused even more misunderstanding. Hence, I thought my next statement, I will need to be more thoughtful. Please note, however, I did not lie in my first statement. I knew that admitting to having smoked as a minor would be a huge blow to my career as a female idol. However, in order to be honest with everyone, I put everything on the line to admit that. I have smoked a few times out of curiosity, and I'm aware of how big of a mistake that is. I admit that I deserve the criticism about this, and I am really sorry. I have proceeded with lawsuits against all the rumors and lies, and they will be dealt with by law. If the law decides there is any wrongdoing on my part, I will withdraw from the team and accept all penalties. That is a given, but I will continue to fight to reveal the truth about the things I did not do. Once again, I deeply apologize for having caused so much trouble. I will remain honest until this is all resolved. So she, again, is coming through with a 10-page dossier here of like everything that has been said about her or against her and addressing each of the points. A lot of it was her saying like, I don't personally remember that happening, but if it did, like, here's what I think the context was. So for example, the call where the older sister overheard her screaming at her, she said that like the girl basically told her they were going to meet somewhere at a certain time and then called her like last minute and was like, Hey, I'm not going to come anymore. And it wasn't the first time that this bitch was flaky. So Sujan was like, what the fuck? You keep doing this to me and like went off on her. So it seems like it was like a warranted response kind of thing. And mm-hmm. then her older sister hears her being screamed at and cursed at. But apparently then the older sister took the phone and screamed and cursed at Sujan. And Sujan's like, this woman was a full adult, like scolding me and yelling at me and cursing at me. But that's conveniently left out of all the conversations. So Sujan really, again, went out of her way to explain the different side of things or like her her version of things. At right. least. That conclusion is so straightforward very straightforward very honest shook i am shook lord i know i read it and i was like damn i've never seen something like this from an idol ever like it it wasn't flowery language it wasn't saying this or that it wasn't saying i'm gonna show you a different side of myself more (laughs) mature after this scandal so it, it was really addressing the issue head on which is very unlikely and uncharacteristic of idol culture but so admirable extremely 
I stand. Me too. I know. Again, I know that there is a really big bullying problem, not just in South yes. Korea, but all over the world. Of and course. I know that bullying can have long lasting effects yes. on people's minds, on people's emotions. Yes. I, I know this and I'm not trying to diminish it, but sometimes things are taken out of context or blown out of proportion. Yes. And people are dragged through the mud for something that really wasn't yeah fully no fully and and not just that word i feel like words in general have been used and abused some people like go on tiktok and they're like gaslighting and predator and grooming and whatever and then people use like start throwing these words around they start losing meaning Right. And then everything is those things. And then right. it's like, well, was it actually bullying or was it just an argument between two middle school girls who right. were talking shit or whatever? Right. And I do think that the whole bullying thing obviously needs to be looked at carefully. And if the kid is truly suffering, they should 100% be helped and the bully should 100% be held accountable. Right. But again, I do think the 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 these school violence and bullying accusations are being thrown around to harm people because the fact that 14 people were accused in february all right. of these things it's kind of like well there's a movement there's a whole thing and so many in korea specifically of the bullying accusations not just from this batch but in general that comes out the agency or if someone reaches out to the person and then they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I blew this out of proportion or my bad, I, I just right. wanted some attention. Like they really post these things for the most part for attention, for the clout. And then the person that they accuse ends up tarnished their reputation with mm -hmm. whatever was said about them, whether or not it's true. And then for the people that have actually gone through bullying, it creates a problem because then maybe they're not going to be believed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They actually did go through really traumatic experiences. And there's like that conversation is happening about this Sujin and, and Sojin conversation. I'll cover it at the end of what I'm about to say. Mm. So because Sujin said, Sojin, talk your shit. What the fuck did I do to you? Sojin actually posted a statement to her IG, also very long. I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but I'm going to okay, read you the okay. parts that are relevant to Sujin. So she said... The person who has brought up my name would constantly do nasty things, criticize me, make personal attacks, and laugh at me almost every day with her group of friends, whether I was on my way to school, in the hallways during break, or in the cafeteria. They would say things such as, she's not even that pretty. How can she be a celebrity? Whatever. She's just a washed up celebrity. She's just an outcast. And what do the teachers even like about her? Why does she get special treatment? That was one paragraph. And then towards the end, she says... She says she doesn't remember and that she never talked to me. And that's right. It was always a one-sided affair with her insults. It is regretful that she came to the conclusion that the contemptuous remarks and actions she made within her group weren't true. And I don't know what evidence or witnesses she has, but I want to ask whether her selective memories are genuine enough to explain everything I'm mentioning. So again, he said, she said, and like as a child actor, like there's going to be attention put on you and some kids are going to be making fun of you of course but like I have a hard time when I know kids that get actually beat up that get money stolen from them and all these things like she never addressed you she never talked to you and I'm not diminishing because she did mention in her statement like 
this left her with a bunch of mental scars that she has to this day and all these things. So I'm not trying to say that her version of events isn't true. I'm trying to say like, is this actual bullying? Are we going to get to the point where we consider this a serious bullying allegation? Because aside from all of this, at some point, Sujin did end up in a one of those like committees in middle school where they like determine whether or not she was guilty of something that's another thing that she addressed during her mm-hmm. write-up and she was like they called me in because someone else had done something wrong and they basically were trying to make me cover for it and my mom came out of the room crying and whatever and all these things for all of that to be I came out that she was innocent so she wasn't even involved in that so it seems like a bunch of people were trying to pin her as this right. bully and I don't know, was she? It, it also feels like from what you read about Shanae's comments, mm-hmm. she something that jumped out was, did she ever mention her by name, Sujin? She said the person who has brought up my the name. Person. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that to me also, if you're putting such hard allegations against someone and you right. know you're right, why are you scared of saying the name? Right. Yeah. She she mentioned at the beginning of the statement, not necessarily to address your question, but just another point that she didn't speak up at the time because she was scared. And now she was being brave and speaking about it because it was important. And at the end of her statement, she closed with anyone else who's being bullied right now, you know, mm. be strong, talk to someone, reach out and don't suffer alone kind of thing. I mean, it just also feels that as a child actor, she had her own set of stresses, mm-hmm. dealings that she had to feel, mm-hmm. and, like emotions that she had to feel at an age where she might not have had the emotional for sure maturity to deal with. Yeah. So maybe a lot of the things that she felt were mainly in her head. Like, again, I'm not trying to say whatever she felt is not true but sometimes when we have issues from other places or other things that spill into other aspects of our lives they kind of become bigger things just because of whatever we're dealing in that other thing like I don't know if I'm explaining myself no and it's true like imagine being in a drama when you're little and going to school and you think that you might be the popular girl and then people are like why is she even a celebrity like she's not even pretty so it's like not only did you not get the praise that you thought you were gonna get but you got like negative feedback on top of it so who knows again I don't I don't want to come off as dismissive no of her because if she struggled when she was little I feel for her but the pile on again is really what what's I'm struggling with here because if she hadn't come forward I think things might have turned out differently with Sujin Mm -hmm. and you know what if she had reached out and been like hey just wanted to let you know that you were also a bitch and I like my literal nemesis when I was little and I'm not gonna expose your ass right now but I do hope that all of this coming out right now makes you rethink shit or something like okay. that. I don't know. Just, but the the whole like, what is it? No more excuse or whatever. No good yeah. excuse. Whatever the fuck she said. It's just, again, like you're saying, if you, if you feel confident about what you're going to say, then say it with your whole chest. 
right whatever don't don't like hide behind shade or whatever anyway this was all again february march Damn. five months later on august 14th cube announced that sujan had officially withdrawn from the group based on the accusation five months mm-hmm. and that idol would continue promoting as five members just a few hours later, a fan opened a petition for called Justice for Sujan, which gathered 160,000 signatures in just three days. At the time of today's recording, I checked the petition. First of all, it's still up and it's a 204,933 signatures. So people are still signing this shit. And it's been two and a half years. The same day that the petition went up, a post that i saw on korea boo so i'm not sure how reliable this is and again allegations take this with a grain of salt this is just something someone said it came from this uh account or these people that i've seen kind of it's it's kind of like a tmz vibe like not like dispatch okay, okay. but like the people that have the tea and okay. it's not corroborated anywhere or whatever but they it, it does appear to be true a, a, quite a bit they're called sports kyunghyang so I've okay, seen okay, it on okay. Twitter a yes, lot. Yes, 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 yes. So according to an exclusive report for them, Cube Entertainment had already decided that Sujin would be leaving Idol at the time of her school bullying controversy broke out. And even though they waited until August to make the decision or to like announce it, they had already basically decided it before in like February or March. Like, I don't know why they waited. They, the report didn't mention why. But I thought that was kind of curious when I was doing the research that uh, somebody took the time to report on this and to say that it was it was very sus and then the very next day after sujin was ousted soshine's youtube channel got terrorized quote unquote with comments from sujin's fans like her instagram had already been bombarded but then she posted right. a blog a vlog on her youtube channel and it was you can just imagine the angry fans like just with the vomit emojis and the mm. works mm. so even though sujin had left the group or i guess cube announced that she had left the group in august they didn't actually announce that she had left the company until march 4th of the following year so from august until march of the following year that's when they finally announced that cube had actually terminated the contract with sujin they said, this is Cube Entertainment. We would like to inform you that our exclusive contract with artist So Sujin will be terminated. But regarding the controversy that arose in February 2021, the company and Sujin worked with the police to investigate the case. And the investigation determined that the individuals who made the comments were found not guilty of spreading false information. We respect the results of the police investigation and we apologize for causing concern to many people. Thank you. So... Again, as I mentioned when I introduced this story, there were a lot of accusations. And so as Sujan mentioned in her own letter, she pursued lawsuits against the people who had accused her. Mm -hmm. And then on September 8th, Sujan's legal counsel announced that they were dropping the lawsuit following the counsel of the police. Okay. They said that the police decided not to process the lawsuit for the reason that the post, like the Instagram posts and all these things that were basically being examined could be the truth from the point of view of the exposer okay. and hence it would not have been intended to spread falsehoods there is no other evidence to prove the facts apart from the conflicting statements of those involved so again because of hearsay because of lack of evidence because of whatever the fuck the police was like well i can't really blame this girl for saying that she felt scarred from this conversation and because her sister heard her being screamed at then you know that might have been her version of events so we can't really like 
say right. that someone's guilty here, which is, I guess, understandable to an extent. Yeah. They didn't make a ruling, but how did that translate to, okay, then let's really drop her and she's guilty. And because if, if it couldn't be proven that they had spread like rumors, but it also couldn't be proven that she did she's, what she yeah. said she didn't did. You're still siding with the uh. people. So it's it's aggravating. It's frustrating. It's kind of, you know, hard to understand. And that was what it was. So 2022, Sujan fell off the face of the earth for the most part. 2023 comes around. Her birthday is in March. And fans are still flying their Sujan flag and celebrating her. And so they hosted an event at a cafe for her. And allegedly, she sent them handmade soaps via an acquaintance. And that was like the first time that she appeared to be alive and basically like sending her fans a little sign of like, I'm still here and thank you for still believing in me and being there for me, right? So that was in March. On June 30th, she started her Instagram account. Okay. On October 16th, she signed with a company called BRD Communications. Okay. And on November 8th, she had her solo debut with Ooh. Agashi. So I wanted to talk about the consequence because, again, Laura talked about throughout the, the first stories of, like, can someone grow? Can someone be allowed to learn? Like, can someone be, I guess, rehabilitated into society and allowed okay. to be who they are and, like, have their careers and whatever? In the case of Sujin, it appears that the answer is yes. Her music video reached 10 million views on YouTube already within like two weeks, which is not easy for a solo act. And especially for someone who had really big allegations in a small company. It's it's a it's a difficult challenge. The, the studio tune performance has 2.4 million views. So again, like her fans are definitely supporting her debut album surpassed 50,000 sales on Hanto in two days. Allegedly, the Chinese fandom by themselves amassed 32,000 albums. So good on them. And then it reached the like the whole chart 67,000 sales by day three. This is huge. And it'll I will be able to prove to you just how big this is with the next uh, idol that we're going to talk about next. But again, uh, this is a really big deal. This amount of sales for someone who had a scandal and was fully canceled, shunned from the company, and investigated by the police in Korea, huge deal. And that, again, doesn't necessarily mean that because the company drops you, right? you you're should... a bad person or you should right. be yeah, excommunicated from society. I, 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 I haven't read Kathy did all of the research for Sujin so I'm literally finding out these things along right. with you guys right but to me I find it so ballsy and so like such a power move that she decided to take the bull by the horns write this 50 page essay mm-hmm. on her side of things and say here's my truth like mm-hmm. i am naming names yeah and i am here saying if i'm found guilty i will do what's right correct so she wasn't skirting away from trying to not pay for whatever sins people think she committed right right but she was fully taking accountability and correct. from the little that we've seen on 
K-pop culture or like South Korean culture, taking accountability and saying, I am sorry, or just showing that you have grown and that you're willing to show that, you know, what you did was regrettable or whatever is such a big deal. It's a huge deal. But apparently not. Like, why is it that everyone's just picking like i know it's because human nature but like make the math make sense i don't know but again her her success with this drop has been talked about widely there was a whole article about korean netizens react to former idol sujin's shocking chart performance because again i i mentioned the numbers i know for people who consume bigger bands Man. 10 million in a week or to, in a couple of weeks might not seem like a big deal but it is it's a big deal so a lot of the comments express you know surprise that she is receiving such strong public support and chart success despite the accusations against her other people felt like the high position indicated that she does have a very strong fan base which obviously is yeah. true and other netizens were frustrated with the success of her chart. So even when someone famous comes forward and says, this person bullied me, that's still not enough to get someone canceled. Like, I, th that's the thing. The ultimate goal is not rehabilitation. It's not growth. It's Canceling. not improvement. Is I don't want you on my TV anymore. I don't want you to have any success or happiness in the life and you allegedly hurt this other person. So now in my eyes, you're canceled and you can't exist. Yeah. Like I understand canceling people. And I do believe some people deserve to be canceled wholeheartedly. But life is not black and white. It's really not. Every case is different. And every case has subtleties and intricacies that you cannot solve by Holy. just looking at one side if life was black and white it'd be so much easier but it's not right and we don't and know stop. for example if like if sujan had like a hard childhood and if like anger or whatever lashing out was part of her coping like the things that she admitted to in the end were lack of maturity and right. like not controlling her emotions and we can't really like fault someone for that, especially right. at, an, at a young age in middle school when like the hormones are raging, you're starting to become like an adult. Again, she allegedly screamed at a friend and allegedly like rode motorcycles with older men. Like the motorcycle thing still sends me, I swear <laughs> to God. And the whole thing with the jacket, like if the person ended up selling the jacket to try to like get money off of the clout of Sujin, like you're really going to accuse her and talk about how she this did this thing she, defaced yeah. your your property like come on it just doesn't make sense and all these three cases are frustrating mm. to me in yeah. extremely different way yeah again the the comments in the netizens like the the one I, the one comment that i saw that i was like made me furrow my brow was like, wow, she's coming out even though her victim is a celebrity. This is why civilian victims can't stand up for themselves. Like using the word victim here is just so strong. Again, the use of words is is just things are thrown around. Like, again, I'm not, I'm not, if Shinit truly suffered and truly is still reeling 
I'm not trying to discount her story. I am trying to measure the actual like effect and the repercussions like Shanae has a successful career and she has been able to move on and have a life and stuff so she heard things that were allegedly said about her and so victim man I I just think about middle school and like weren't all weren't all of us little assholes like I mean except (laughs) a few of us like you know I definitely was I mean I've 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 definitely have had to uh as an older person young adult gone up to people in my life and said hey it was a little shit I'm so sorry for causing you so much pain because I was a little shit and I said a lot of mean things to a lot of people. If if I were to be like it the just, expose on Lauda from Dispatch, the bullying, myself. school violence, school violence from Lauda. It wasn't it like I just thinking about like how as an adult that would have repercussions on my job, job right now. Like, no, I'm sorry, we can't. We can't have you as a an employee because when you were seven, <laughs> you kicked your cousin in a corner. <laughs> like you get what I mean? Like it's wild. It's wild. It's absolutely like, wild. I I was a little shit, but luckily I grew up. I learned, and now I would never do that. <laughs> like you, I you used, know what I mean? I used to beat up like in fourth grade with my lunchbox, the boys, because I thought I was a tomboy and I thought I was like a tough bitch. And I thought that was like the way to get the guy that I liked to like me back. Like the guy right. that had the crush on. That was like my way of expressing that I liked him. Cause that's what I we we all hear. Oh, if he like, you know, if he hits you, he likes you. So I was like, okay, bet I'll hit back. And maybe in his perspective, you were a terrible bully. Maybe. Maybe. But in your head, you were like, in my head, I was fully flirting. (laughs) I was flirting. I was fully in my flirty era. Like, I was trying to let him know that I liked him in a a cute way that his friends could accept me as one of the people in the crew. Yeah. And like, I know I'm laughing about my own personal experience, but I've grown up and I realized I was a terrible little kid. Like, sorry, they don't have to forgive me, but at least I can say, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. So like just thinking about that and how that would have repercussions on my today life as a 32 year old is fucking insane. And and for your job where like you do the thing that you need to do from nine yeah. to five and then you go home. Like And I'm not a little shit. <laughs> it's crazy. Clearly, to me. clearly from like the love that the fans had and still have for her. She impacted a lot of people's lives positively. And so whatever, to conclude, I guess, you know, the police said, sorry, can't help you. Everything is hearsay. I don't know. Yeah. It's but at the end of the day, it's it's things that happened in school cafeterias and right. nothing good comes from a school cafeteria Not unless it happened in some like movie, bro. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Not, Not even, even the, food. the food. So I guess happy for Sujin's success. Hope that she is at peace. I hope Sojana is also at peace and is right. not disturbed or you know seeing sujin doing well doesn't make any negative impact but that's that's that on that and again i covered sujin's current success extensively to show you 
with the next case, just how big her numbers truly are. Mm-hmm. So we said we were going to talk about Rocky from Astro as like a bonus because we're not going to go into that much detail. He doesn't have a scandal. He wasn't kicked out of his group. When the contract was up, he said, I'm out. He right. was at Fantagio for 14 years, which is a oof, hell of a fucking long time, oof. especially when he's not even 30 years old. Like the ridiculousness of how young these idols Dang. start out in the training. He's young, young. 14 years. He's, 14 now years. I, now I got to do the math because he's yeah. like, he's a baby. He's a tiny little baby. 99 guys. 99 liners. We had our episode on the 99 liners. Yeah. We had our episode on the 99 liners last week, which we hope you all enjoyed. And sorry, this was not as unhinged. We had to talk about serious things today. Yeah. We had a lot of fun with that one. But anyway, Rocky, my 99 liner, my astro bias, still to this day, OT6, come at me. Anyway, he did not have a scandal, did not have any criminal charges, nothing. He just said, I'm done with Fantagio. I'm out. Bye. Two days after their seventh anniversary picture was posted, which, by the way, has now been deleted. Fucking kill me. And so he left the group and and the company in February. His only, like, minor scandal was that in October of last year, he, he, like, the agency confirmed that he was dating an actress named Pak Boyan, but then her agency denied the rumor that had been confirmed by Rocky's blushed like the the embarrassment and the cringe that Laura and I went through that day we we lived it we lived it because when his agency confirmed that the rumor was true we were both like oh my god wow idols like openly dating and then her agency comes out and is like nah (laughs) like uh I I just got chicken pimples like I Oh, I remember this. It was terrible. So that was his only minor, tiny little scandal that nobody even cared about because Rocky is not one of the popular members in Astro. And that's just the pain of living in 2023 as a Rocky bias. Like, it is what it is. So again, on February 28th, the agency confirmed that Rocky decided not to renew his contract and left the band. He said, I want to apologize for not bringing good news to everyone. I wanted Arojas to be the first to hear this news. So I'm writing, I'm leaving after, again, more than 14 years. That the time for running with the group was very precious. My members who have been with me through those times, and especially Arojas, my biggest strength, thank you all sincerely. No matter where I am, I will not forget the memories I made with the members and Arojas and cherish them carefully. Thank you for everything till now. So he leaves the group. Things are shooketh shakeneth for a little bit i remember we were then unfortunately on april 19th we lost moonbin and i'm only mentioning this briefly to talk about the fact that rocky was actually present throughout all his funeral proceedings with the members of astro and his family and i thought at the time fantagio did a pretty good job at addressing things and kind of just letting people mourn in the way that they were mourning and i think rocky was very present which is Again, most companies try to deal with this things like Rocky was never even born in the first place. So right. I, I, at least I appreciated that from the very hard thing that everybody at Fantagio and Astro had to deal with during all of that. So after that horrible thing passed on October 26th for my birthday, Rocky decided to announce that he had set up his own agency called One Fine Day in August and that he was going to be debuting in November. Now... 
Rocky dropped his EP on November 22nd and he released the song mm. Lucky Rocky. His sales for the first day was 3,600 units ish. Mm. Day two was 171. Day two was oh. 2,000. And then every day it just Chicken dropped. Pips. So his total sales for the first seven days of his album was 6,444 in the charts. This is someone who's never had a scandal, who not only is an idol, but has also acted. He was in a drama that I tried to watch, but I wasn't able to really hang on. It was like a, a like a cringy web K drama called Broke Rookie Star, where he played the least popular member in an idol group. And it was just a little <laughs> bit too on the nose for me to tolerate That's it. a bit too much. But he did win sure. three awards from that acting in that show. And so again, he's not not successful but again six thousand unit <sighs> sales in a week compared to how many was sujin Fifty thousand in two days obviously idol is way bigger than astro right. again rocky's not one of the more popular members but neither was sujin sujin was kind of like an underrated not the most well-liked member in idol because there's big big personalities there yeah. that kind of take over again it's just a very different experience and it's just very eye-opening, personally. Even though I'm a Rocky bias, I can say I did not enjoy Lucky Rocky as mm -hmm. a song for his debut. I'm happy that he's doing whatever he wants to do. He's an incredible dancer. His performance is amazing, all of that. I do think by going out on his own, he is missing out on some guidance that could be there. Yeah. But, you know, when you're not the most popular member of a group, it's really hard to fight to gain popularity mm. so i don't know what's going to happen with his career i hope that he's able to make new fans and stuff and we'll see what he comes back with yeah. after this album but sis. to me this album was i also didn't really resonate with it um with any song really yeah the only thing that i resonated was with his performance like i don't like the song but it becomes okay when I see him dance to it right, because right. I think his one of his biggest strengths is his performance. One hundred percent. He's a he's a performer through and through, and he but like the styling was really good. He looks amazing. Yeah. He he's thriving in that sense. So he just maybe like you said needed a little bit of guidance, or maybe he is doing with this album what Fantasio didn't allow him to do That's in Astro. That's more where I'm feeling that he's like going towards it. Yes. Like maybe because in, in Astro he was the rapper. So yeah, I but he don't wrote think... quite a bit. He wrote for other people and currently he has written and done stuff for his baby brother's group. How? Yeah. So, you know, I think he wants to prove himself mm. as this like multi-talented one man show which he is but dude when you have like 300 songs coming out every day you have yeah. to do a little bit more than just like your pure raw talent like yeah he did have other producers and people that he worked with but i don't know i think he was definitely like happily experimenting with things that he could do yeah. outside of fantagio but i don't know i hope that this is isn't a fatal blow to him the the low sales and and the little support because also i saw like his music video the first day like it was struggling it's at 550 15 000 views so it's not terrible 
No, that's but it's that about bad. to be a week. Also, for context, guys, he's 24. He's gonna just grow more because we all do. Yeah, fully agree. Everyone and grows. He has so much potential for in front of the camera, for behind the camera, as right. a choreographer, as a songwriter. Like he's in the right industry for sure. And I again, I hope that the sales and whatever numbers are enough for him because he again started his own company so the level of marketing and the investment that he can do here is not as big as if he had signed with someone else so maybe this is good enough for him maybe he's like look at what i'm doing on my own and i I hope hope it's enough to cover whatever it costs him yeah to do because that would be terrible yeah, it's not cheap to be an idol. So yeah, so we'll see what happens with Rocky, but I really did think it was important and interesting to contrast his example without any controversy or scandal to really take him down versus the three other artists who are fairly more successful and not take yeah. anything away from them because I think all three of them deserve the success that they're having, like fully. Yeah. And I think B.I. Wonho should be way more successful than they are, truthfully. We'll see what happens, but... We hope you guys have taken some interesting facts from this conversation. Again, everything is alleged except that Cube sucks. That's not alleged. That's a fact. So does YG. And it's disgusting that he's still... Well, YG Entertainment does suck, but it's also gross that YG, the man, is still somehow involved in the company. And I guess to finish the episode in some grossness, to really just encapsulate everything, YG got convicted of bribery he is seeing zero days in jail and it's just running the newest girl group of underage (laughs) little girls that are trying to take over the world so that's the world in 2023 unfortunately with that we hope you guys again enjoyed and got some good intel here and support artists because Mm -hmm. they really are here only because of our support so literally and BI and Wano and Sujin <laughs> and, and us and us why not why not us thank you guys bye thank you so much for listening to this episode of the MIA2K podcast we have lots of great content coming up ahead so please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and if you enjoyed our episodes please rate us five stars And for the real-time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K Podcast. Dale! Bye!